0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk with Bishop R.C. Blakes. R.C. is an author, empowerment teacher and the proud pastor of the New Home Ministries of New Orleans, Louisiana and Houston, Texas. His message circles the globe. His conversational and candid approach to challenging content makes him a relevant voice to all generations. Get ready for a life-changing transformational conversation.
1: Good morning family, good morning, good morning and welcome to worship today, welcome to worship today. I am so excited to be able to share with you today because as I am delivering this message to you today, this is Father's Day. And uh, being a father myself, having had a great father in the person of uh, Bishop Robert Charles Blake, Sr., who's Uh, presently in the presence of God, uh, I thought to put my tuxedo on in honor of the great fathers. I thought to put my tuxedo on in honor of my father and in honor of all of the great fathers out here in the world today that we most of the time hear very little about. I'd really love for you to invite someone to come in and to be a part of this as we celebrate our men intentionally today, as we celebrate those men that are doing their job, those men that are doing it well, those men that are hitting the marks and even going beyond. I came to encourage the brothers today, and I want you to draw in. Get your your husbands, your, your fathers, your brothers, your boyfriends Uncles, get them and draw them in today. Tell them, wake up and turn this word on. I wanna to talk today about how a good father may encourage himself. How a good father may encourage himself. It is It is most unfortunate that, and it's factual, that great fathers are rarely appreciated by their families, rarely celebrated in their communities. Now, you know, we're all aware that a woman may not always get credit for all of the things that she does sometimes. You know, we as men, we miss the mark in terms of recognizing all that a a woman does that, you know, makes our lives possible. Sometimes even in, in, in certain sectors of society, the woman is not appreciated. But I think we all can agree that families and society respect and appreciate the offerings of mothers much, 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 much more than they do the offerings of good fathers. You know, today uh, we can get a, pretty much get a a seat in any restaurant we want to go to. It's Father's Day. Just a month ago, you you had better had made your reservation a month or more earlier. It's because society celebrates mothers, but rarely, if ever, does society make even a sufficient deal, not necessarily a big deal, but even a sufficient deal regarding good fathers. You see, a bad man is, uh, when a man is not right and does not do it well, um, his family and his community and his children will blast him on social media, rightfully so. They'll blast him up and down the streets, rightfully so. But if you take the same man, and he steps up to the plate, and he does his job well, and he's present, and he's accounted for, and he's protecting, and he's providing, and he's leading, his family is silent in most cases. His his community says nothing. In fact, what they'll say is, well, he's supposed to do that. Of course he is, but it also should suggest that you're supposed to recognize that he's doing what he's supposed to do. How is it that we can shout it from the highest mountain when a man is not right, and then come to less than a whisper when a man is good? It's the spirit of dishonor. It's the spirit of dishonor. Fathers are not honored. And that's just the facts. Fathers, let me put it this way, in most cases, are not honored my my son my only son my only begotten son biological son he sent me a card and he's he's kind of weird kind of like his dad he's really a lot like me you know look at him i really see myself he's to himself he's not a he's not a a real big talker uh, he's not as emotional he's um you know, he's, he's, he's a lot like his dad. And he sent me a card and he put certain words on there and I'll leave that between he and I because he wrote this. But one of the things he said to me was something that impacted me so deeply, it almost brought tears to my eyes. And it was honorable. But how few fathers have children that will actually honor them Listen to what the Bible says in Exodus 20 and 12. It says, honor thy father and thy mother. That thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Now, it's almost like y'all wrote, you know, scratch father out of there. Honor your mama. Honor your mama. I look at even the sports. You know, you see some of these boys that, that make it to these pro teams and they put the mic in their face. I won't, I won't thank God for my mama. And have you under the impression that this boy had, had no father present. And then you go and Google the situation, the boy's dad is as present as his mama. They still together or his daddy played a major role in his life. But it's almost like we have become a culture that dishonors masculine men. It's like if you're a man that's actually doing your job as the creator ordained, it's like this society finds a way to shun you, dishonor you, ignore you. Now, there's a text that does not directly um, speak about fathers, but it captures the sentiments of my opening statements. It is the text where David and his men had, um, their camp raided and the the wives and the children were taken. And uh, when the, when David and the men got back to the camp, the Bible says the men wanted to kill him. Now, the thing that connects this text to my subject or my topic, how how a good man may, um, you know, encourage himself is that when you when you look at the full context, these men that presently wanted to kill David were the same men that David uh, that had come to David in distress And in debt. And David became as a spiritual father over them. And David caused all of these men to level up. And at the moment of some difficulty, not not even, you know, respecting the fact that David's wives and children were taken as well. They wanted to kill David. And then the Bible says in first Samuel 30 and six, and David was greatly distressed as many fathers are. For the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. David had to encourage himself in God. And let me say this to all of the fathers out there. There will be many days that you will have to encourage yourself in God. Uh, It it, it usually takes a long time for your children to come around and to realize what kind of sacrifice you had to make, even for their mother to be present, to be the kind of mother she was able to be to them. You know, my children, (laughs) my children used to say and they were kids, you know, they've not said anything like this to me since they've been adults. They would say, you know, mama always here. Mama always here walking around, you know, switching and everything with the ice cream all over their shirt. Mama always here. And I would have to tell her, man, I would actually get mad, you know. How you think your mom able to be here? How do you think your mom is able to be around here? It's cause I got to go and work and bring home this money so mama can always be here, you know. There are times brothers that we have, we will have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. And there are four things I want to give you and I'm I'm done. Encourage yourself within your integrity. This is how, you know, this is how I've lived my life as a father, encourage yourself in your own integrity. What is integrity? It is having a code of ethics that you govern your life by If it's recognized, if it's respected, if it's rewarded, if it's celebrated, if it's acknowledged or not, a man puts his head on the pillow at night and he's able to go to sleep and rest because he's done the thing that measures up with his integrity. When you make a child, when you make a baby, it is your integrity that says I got to stick around to father, this child. I was, um, I was, um, a 15 year old father. I tell this story, this testimony all the time, 14 years old when the child was conceived. And, uh, when, when the child was born, my oldest daughter, Vernitra, when she was born, um, My dad said to me, you're a little boy, but you've you've taken some grown man actions and now you have grown man consequences. And you're gonna have to step up and respond like a grown man, even though you're a little boy. And my dad made me understand, you don't just make a baby, but a real man fathers the baby. That means you stay home and you babysit. That means you twist up their hair as best you can. One may be crooked, my daughters laugh about how I had the hair, but I, I was in there trying to do it. Because of my what? Integrity. Even when your family, your community, your children don't acknowledge your sacrifices, do it for your integrity. Be encouraged that you're living by your moral and ethical code. Listen to what the Bible says in Proverbs 20, verses six and seven. Says most men will proclaim every one his own goodness. Everybody bragging about how good they are, but a faithful man who can find the just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him, just just encourage yourself in your integrity that I'm doing what what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing my job. I'm loving like I'm supposed to love. I'm listening like I'm supposed to listen. I'm being present like I'm supposed to be present. I'm financing like I'm supposed to finance. I encourage myself in my integrity. Number two. Remind yourself, this is how you pull away and you encourage yourself in in God. Number two, remind yourself that dishonor is usually the product of ignorance. A lot of fathers have gotten angry with their children, but children are children. You know, I mean, children are children. And it's very easy for children to disregard the, or not even see um, the, the contributions of a father. You know, being a father is kind of like, um, it's kind of like oxygen. You know, you, being a good father, not just somebody out here making babies, but being a good father is kind of like oxygen. You know, you don't, really, you don't really celebrate oxygen. When's the last time you woke up in the morning and said, God, whew, thank you for oxygen. When's the last time you did? Some of you all have never prayed that prayer. But what's the reality? The reality is, if you were to be deprived of oxygen for so many minutes, you would cease to exist. And so it is with being a great father. You have to learn to understand that children that do not honor your contribution, they're simply ignorant. They don't know any better. Don't don't take the dishonor personally. Your family and society are ignorant relative to your value. Don't take it personally. Just keep doing your job because of your what? Integrity. Listen to what, I love the example of Jesus on Calvary in Luke 23 uh, verses 33 through 34. It says, and when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left, then said Jesus, father, forgive them for they know not what they do and they parted his raiment and cast lots. How did Jesus get beyond the dishonor? He concluded they are ignorant. And there will be days that you will have to recognize the ignorance of your children, sometimes even the ignorance of your woman, because there are many women that have great men that are great husbands, and the woman doesn't even honor the man. Sometimes the children learn the dishonor from the dishonor of the mother, which is a very sad situation. Sometimes women have good men and you don't recognize what you got until that man ready to leave you. And I prophetically declare to some of y'all right now, you need to really go into your prayer closet because some of y'all man is tired now. A man can only take dishonor from his woman so long. See, a man can take dishonor from his children because once they get grown, they can move on and learn about life. But a man got to be stuck with a woman that's dishonorable for the rest of his life. The wisdom of, uh, I think, uh, Ecclesiastes, or uh, proverb says it's better to go live on the roof than to be in the house with a dishonorable woman. Now, number three. How do you encourage yourself, my brother, when you're a good father, when you're a good father? I'm not talking to you that that won't get a job. I'm not talking to you that won't pay your your child support. I'm not talking to you that's making all of these babies that you're not even present for. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. You can cut this off because I'm not talking unless you're getting convicted. I'm not talking to you. How do you encourage yourself when you're a good father? And you don't seem to have any encouragement coming from your community, not even from the people that you're giving and sacrificing yourself for. Number three, you have to remember this. You are building your legacy. Even when the beneficiaries don't appreciate it. You're building your legacy as a man, even when your children Don't appreciate it. Don't recognize it. Don't respect it. You have to remember that it's bigger than their response. You are building a legacy. You sit here and you look at me right now. Everybody, people love me all around the world. Literally. I hear people say that, but people literally love me from all around the world. And you know what I always say to these people There was a man that came before me named R.C. or Robert Charles Blakes Jr., a senior. I'm his son. I am the product of that man. I am that man's legacy. Man, when I was hard headed out here making babies as a teenager and disobedient and all of this kind of stuff, man, my father never let that stop him from parenting and fathering me. He would tell me the truth. He wouldn't put up with my foolishness. He wouldn't tolerate any disrespect, but he kept on loving me even when I didn't know to appreciate what I had. He kept on loving me because my father knew that I and my brother were The epitome of his legacy. So even when we didn't understand, when we didn't know to appreciate, when we didn't know what we had, when we took things lightly. He kept on fathering. When we got besides ourselves, well, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. Never saying that to his face, you know, just (laughs) telling him what he needed to hear to his face and then going out and doing something different. He kept on fathering us because he understood that it was bigger than our capacity to appreciate it. He was building his legacy. Even Jesus came to his own people. And the Bible says they didn't receive him. But this did not discourage Jesus's mission. He finished the job. As fathers, we have to just do our job. We gotta finish our job. I know you get frustrated. I know you do. I know you do. But you gotta finish. You gotta finish the job. Because that's your legacy. And watch this. Sometimes your children don't appreciate you. You know, they they teenagers, young adults. Sometimes they got to, they got to grow and they got to have children of their own. Sometimes. You know, they, they got to see what life is really all about, and then they'll double back later in life, and they'll be able to say to you, you know, pops, I, I want you to know I really appreciate you. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't see it. But I see it now sometimes it's when they have some old, uh, ungrateful children on their hands. You the know Bible you says ungrateful. in Proverbs 13 and 22, a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just brother. You're building legacy. Your legacy is going to be in your children. Now, watch this. Sometimes if um, if your biological children are not are so dishonorable, sometimes God will send stepchildren even into your life. Sometimes God will send young people into your life that the legacy will transfer to them, but make no mistake about it. You must live your life as a father in the biological sense, in the social sense, in the spiritual sense, because you are building legacy. I'm not only a biological father, I'm a spiritual father. And so I invest myself into my spiritual sons and daughters, because that's my legacy. Come on now, hallelujah, that's my legacy. And then number four, how does a man encourage himself? How does a good father encourage himself? Remember this, we do this ministry of fathering for God. Fathering, is ministry. And there's nowhere in the Bible where it promises that you're going to have a great crop of kids that are going to honor and respect you. But the Bible clearly outlines the responsibilities of a great father because it's ministry. We 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 do this ministry of fathering as unto the Lord. That when it's all said and done, may have a disrespectful, dishonorable wife, may have disrespectful, dishonorable children, I'm gonna finish my mission because I am doing this as unto the Lord. And the Bible says in Colossians 3 and 23, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not unto men. Be a great father. Be a great father. You are a great father. Be encouraged. Stop taking everything personally. And I've been there, man. Stop being so sensitive about things. I've been there. Well, you know, sitting there mad as I could be, man. Sitting there looking at, y'all ain't recognizing. I'm sitting there talking to myself. Y'all ain't recognizing. Y'all ain't recognizing around here. And the Holy Spirit had to remind me, man, this is really not about them recognizing. This is about you finishing your ministry as unto the Lord. This is about your legacy. This is about, you know, you understanding that your life is to impact the future. One day they'll recognize. One day they'll come. You have to encourage yourself, brother, and know that you're doing a great work and you cannot come down off of the wall because fathers, good fathers and great fathers are necessary for our future. So my prayer is that this has blessed you and um, if you're there and you're, you're not so good of a father, you know that there's some things you should be doing. Let me say this to you as well. None of us are perfect. There's no perfect father. I miss it a lot. You know, I miss it a lot, I really do. But I strive to be the best father I can be. If you're there, you know, don't beat yourself up because you're not perfect. But if you're there and you're saying, well, I've just not been there, my prayer is that this convicts you on this Father's Day and that you understand that your being in your child's life is bigger than you and the child's mama fighting. The child doesn't know anything about y'all fighting. The child just knows, I need my father. Don't care nothing about you got to, you know, hear all of this and hear all of that. You got to be there for your child. Because you're a father. There's no replacing you. There's substitutes, but there's nothing like the real thing. Your child, your children need you, even when they don't realize they need you. And there's some of you fathers who have allowed your children to come of age and you, you weren't there, and now you don't know how to re-enter their lives. Well, you can't re-enter as, um, as a parent, or maybe not a parent, or as a um, disciplinarian. You have to enter their lives from a basis of repentance and making them know that you really want to start afresh and taking it from here and let's see what we can make of our relationship moving forward. So my prayer is that you've been blessed by this word today, specifically designed to speak to the hearts of men that may feel, and feel discouraged to help you to be encouraged in the Lord and in all that God has uh, given you to do in your ministry of fathering.
0: We here at R.C. Blakes Ministries want to thank you for spending this time with us today. R.C. and Lisa are always honored to have you with us. Don't forget to reach out to us by visiting our website at www.rcblakes.com. While you are there, you may join our mail-in list and receive a free download of The Laws of Manifesting Your Vision by R.C. Blakes. Also look at all of the online programs by R.C. You may find all books written by R.C. and Lisa. Once again, all of us here at R.C. Blake's Ministries want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And as we always say, see you at the top.